You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. All right. So Halloween's coming. But imagine a doorbell that you could actually change the ringtone to maybe load a spooky um, message or uh, uh, song. Jay Moore Tech Talk Show, where we answer questions about technology, explain the way they should work, and why they don't sometimes. Well, hi, everybody. It is John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur here, and welcome once again to another episode of the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. I can't believe uh, that we are actually on the first day of October. Today is October 1st, in case you didn't know that. And of course, it's great to be with my wonderful co-host, Marcus. It's great to have you with me here tonight. It's great to be with you too, John. And you know, uh, a lot's been happening. Uh, as you know, uh, last week uh, I revealed the iPhone 13 Max Pro and gave you my uh, first impressions. If you haven't already seen that, go to jmor.com and go down to social and go to uh, where it says um, shows. You'll see uh, JBOR unboxings and you'll be able to see uh, my first impressions uh, right after I got it from FedEx, literally seconds after they delivered it. And, you know, um, we'll talk more about that this week. I'll give you some more of my thoughts about what I think of the iPhone 13 Max Pro, what I like and what I don't like. But before we get into that, which will be a little bit later in the program, I want to talk to you about a new robot. Yes, a brand new robot, um, Amazon's Astro. And everyone is saying that it is terrible because it will uh, undoubtedly, I guess, uh, topple down the stairs. And this is um, coming to us from many uh, different developers that have actually uh, put this together. It doesn't have any type of uh, hands or anything like that. It has a little screen that kind of turns and it kind of just, you know, has uh, two wheels Um some of the people that built this robot um, were not really impressed with it because they were expecting a lot more. You know, when you want a robot to be uh, agile and flexible in your home environment or work environment, it's got to have hands. I mean, the thing can't even bring you a, a sandwich or, or bring you a drink or even a glass of water or let alone, you know, get your paper or do anything for you. And this robot's just under $1,000. But I got to tell you, I wouldn't spend a penny for this thing. So uh, definitely a letdown uh, for all the people. And unfortunately, those that invested in this uh, terrible robot. It's uh, Amazon's latest robot. Uh, it's $999. And um, unfortunately, uh, it's going to be hitting the market soon. But I think they really shouldn't let it hit the market. I think they should do some more R&D because... I think they're going to have a lot of complaints with this robot. That That's just my feeling, Marcus. I think, you know, anytime a company like this does something major, they've really got to put the time and the effort into it. Because if they don't, guess what's going to happen? It's going to backfire in their face. And then they're going to have to deal with more repercussions and then deal with repairing uh, the, the tarnished image uh, that was caused by this uh, inferior product. 
All right. Well, for those of you that don't know, uh, what is it? Just at about um, 30 more days from today. Um, uh, actually, yeah, 30. Yeah, 30 more days from today. Uh, we're going to be hitting uh, October 31st. That's Halloween. Ooh. All right. So Halloween's coming. But imagine a doorbell that you could actually change the ringtone to maybe load a spooky um, message or uh, uh, song, uh, like maybe the Monster Mash. Well, um, this is not far off. The spooky Halloween ringtones are coming uh, to the Google Nest video doorbells. That's right. Today is actually when they launched. So uh, this is pretty interesting. And uh, you're not going to have to hear that terrible, um, you know, pre-programmed sound that you couldn't change before. And, um, you know, this this doorbell, uh, I think, is going to change people because, you know, I know at home many years ago when I got one of those doorbells, you could program. It's pretty neat when you can have holiday uh, tunes in there or somebody's birthday. You can play happy birthday. Um, and that was just before you could even program it with anything besides, let's say, maybe the, the pre-populated 12 or 14 songs from the factory. But now you can actually upload them um, digitally, which gives us a lot more uh, flexibility. And in case you are wondering, I know some people here are wondering this, uh, the Google Nest video doorbell, okay? Um, if you didn't know what the, the Google Nest video doorbell was, uh, you can actually buy the Google Nest video doorbell um, for right around $179 up to around $229, depending on which model uh, you get. And um, yeah, so that's definitely going to be interesting for a lot of people now that uh, can actually load their favorite song for the holidays, for um, birthdays, weddings anniversaries and all kinds of special occasions. So uh, uh, kudos to uh, Google and Nest for uh, doing that. I think that's going to be a pretty amazing thing, especially uh, on Halloween. You know, you ring the doorbell, it's like, who goes there? You know, like, <laughs> I, mean, I think that'll kind of uh, psychs some people. What do you think, Marcus? Well, you know, um, a lot's been transpiring uh, in the media, of course, uh, about the iPhone 13, um, and before I give you my review on that, the iPhone 13, uh, had a bug, an unlock bug with the Apple watch, but want to let you know that that's actually been fixed in beta. They have not released that version. Uh, so I'm presuming we're going to be getting a new version of the iOS for those of you that are on the 15, uh, there's going to be a new version coming up, but I guess they want to make sure there's no other bugs in there as well. So that'll be interesting. All those people spend a fortune on the phone and the watch and they can't unlock it. <laughs> That's uh, They call it a slight annoyance. I think it's a little more than an annoyance. But something else has been happening. And that is the fact that Facebook is actually starting to exploit um, kids on their play dates, uh, turning them into growth drivers. Now, I don't mean anything X-rated or anything like that. But what I do mean is that they're taking kids and learning about them and their environments and how they interact with others. And uh, they're starting to use that 
to help them profit to sell more types of services. And that's what Facebook is doing. Um, and I got to tell you, I'm not in favor of this. I think it's really bad uh, that they're doing this. And they claim they're just doing it to help people. Well, the company's child research is uh, mostly motivated by the success of the apps like TikTok and Snapchat uh, to attract younger users. But I feel that this is not the right market to go after. First of all, I don't think these companies have the right to be exposing these kids to these situations so they can learn from them. They're not even being compensated. They don't even know what they're really doing. And uh, these companies are making some mondo bucks on there. And anytime you exploit kids to make money, uh, I think that's bad. I mean, there's things you can do that are for the benefit of the kid. And if it's going to bring the kid some value, great. But when you're just taking information uh, to sell it to a third party, um, that's bad. I mean, there's services like, you know, picture services and things like that. That's not exploiting kids. That's that's uh, letting them have experience and letting them treasure that. But when you think about marketing using young kids uh, in a child research project, that's a problem. Uh, children could be converted to Instagram and Facebook users down the road. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And exploring playdates as a growth lever, as I quote, not happy with that either. And, you know, they're actually talking to kids that um, down into six age brackets, adults, late teens, 16 to maturity, 13 to 15, and 10 to 12-year-olds. Okay. But then five to nine-year-olds. I mean, come on, guys. Can somebody step in there and, and you know, knock some sense in these people? What are they doing? They're exploiting youth. And these people don't even know that they're being abused in this way all to help these big monster companies profit i think that's despicable and i think they might be getting themselves in trouble down the road i possibly see some lawsuits happening because we're not even thinking about the way that this might actually affect a kid's mindset for the worse for life and what's going to happen are they signing a release when they go there i hope not and I hope that release doesn't hold in court because they should be really um, ashamed of themselves for what they're doing and how they're learning about this data. So I'm not really uh, happy about that. Well, if you thought it was fun uh, getting the Apple 13 Max Pro, which I'm not sure if you guys heard last week, I spent over two hours trying to get online. Website kept crashing. In fact, sites in, uh, I believe it was in China, uh, we're crashing when the 400 million pre-orders were going in. So lots of issues. I remember going to uh, the big site with the V on it. I'm sure other companies had a similar problem. And when I went to put the order in, they kept telling me, nope, you're not getting this color. Nope, you're not getting this color. I'm like, but that's not the color I want. And the site was having like a, almost a 60-second delay. Absolutely terrible. But if you thought that was fun, well, you can now get in line to purchase the PS5 at Sony. Yeah, um, both the disc-based console and the uh, digital edition. So that's uh, very, very interesting as, uh, you know, that released uh, 
you know, basically uh, not too long ago. Actually, we learned about this uh, just, a, just a, a couple of days ago. And uh, Sony has sold out of the PS5 and the PS5 digital editions uh, as of the 28th of this week. Uh, they want to make sure to let you know when the next opportunity comes up. But Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. I think they're doing a little bit worse of a job than uh, Apple because at least I know that everyone that wanted to get one could get one even though there are challenges and some people are still waiting for, for shipments. I mean, I know I got mine on the 24th, which is the first date you could get them. And other ones are coming, you know, like within a week or two later. So they're doing a pretty good job. But this uh, Sony uh, update about the PS5 and the PS5 digital edition, I don't know. I really don't know. This is going to be... Uh, probably on a lot of people's holidays and Christmas lists because if they want it for Christmas, they're going to probably have to get it now. I mean, we're in October, October, November, November. So I guess you better get in line now if you want to get one or pay some extortionist price on one of that those sites with the E or, or other sites, which I think is absolutely terrible how they do that. Like the guy just about a year ago, I mean, the FBI did go after them for selling masks I think it was five or seven times what he bought them for. He did that with cameras too. He bought these Logitech cameras for, I don't know, maybe under a hundred bucks. And he was selling them for seven times. When he did that with the masks, the FBI broke in and uh, raided their place and actually arrested him because I think that was absolutely terrible that somebody would do that. But there are people out there that do extortion. I think why the FBI stepped in is because what they did with the, the masks, that's why they got involved. Uh, it was affecting people that needed those things. So um, definitely, uh, definitely, definitely uh, a challenge. And um, as you're thinking about whether you want to get in line or not, well, just figure out whether your son or daughter is going to be disappointed if you don't have a PS5 uh, Sony for them on Christmas or the holidays that are coming up. Well, let's do some of our imagination, shall we? Let's think about, just for one second, the possibility of a drone that's in your home that flies around when you're not home to monitor your house. Well, think no more. This is the new Ring Always Home Cam, and it's basically a little device. Um, the drone is currently uh, only available to those that uh, apply, and it's in an invite-only access. And uh, it's going for about $250. So this was announced last year. Amazon's uh, was going to announce that they were going to start selling the Ring Always Home cam. Uh, and they started actually selling it on September 28th. But again, it's by invitation only, uh, alongside the new Ring Alarm Pro. Um, the Blink video doorbell and, and some other products that they have. So the Ring drone is just the latest uh, Amazon's privacy puzzle box. Uh, you know, and, and I have to tell you that I am not really pleased with this. Um, what one person said, and I quote, I'd be more worried about the camera on your phone than I would be about a drone. Okay, um, I don't care where the camera is. I care about when it's accessed. And um, 
the drone is just one of dozens of technology advancements or derailments, I'm going to call it, that could be exposing people's uh, personal information to other people that maybe shouldn't have access to it, like bad actors that may want to rob your home, uh, learn about your styles, or maybe even exploit your kids. So that's not a good thing. So uh, I'm not really in favor of this, to be quite honest with you. You know, I like to be honest, and that's what I'm doing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the moment has come. The iPhone 13 Pro Max. So I got my iPhone 13 Pro Max, and I have to tell you that they incorporate a brand new feature in uh, the 15 uh, iOS version. But as a, a nuance with the new phone, which is what they marketed it with, I actually was able to turn on my old phone, which was on already, and my new phone, and literally... I was able to transfer my data from one phone to the other. And I had a lot of data in under 15 minutes. It was pretty fast, Bluetooth to Bluetooth. And although it transferred all my pictures, it transferred all my websites, uh, all my apps, everything came over beautifully. Do you know what didn't work? I'm going to tell you. Well, what didn't work was one thing. And that one thing, you guessed it. For those of you that use two-factor authentication, all of my two-factor codes did not come over. I think Apple must have some um, block to Microsoft's proprietary uh, storage, which I think is wrong. I think it should be able to include in the backup, but they probably did it for security. So one thing, that didn't happen. So you do have to go over to your, um, your two-factor authentication app. Go to the top over here, and you'll see where it says um, basically uh, settings, and you'll see where it says backup. Make sure it's on backup, uh, iCloud back, cloud backup. And then what you're able to do is you have the application on your other phone. You're going to click on recover, put your email in and your password, and then what it's going to do is want to verify that it's you, so it's going to send a code to the other device so that you can actually allow the login on the other device. So one thing I want to encourage is make sure before you erase your other phone, which only takes seconds, make sure that you have all your data on the other phone. Just because the icons are there doesn't mean you're safe and out of jail. Uh, you have to make sure the icons are there and they work. Another issue I found was one of my banking apps um, did not allow me to log in. It was not all of them. It was just one of them. And it was a regional bank. I was able to log in with my password, but my, my uh, face recognition didn't work. Uh, I will tell you that my face recognition worked on the new phone right away after I, uh, you know, because when I did the, 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 the process, it actually built a brand new face profile and linked it to my password. So that's why that worked. Obviously, you know, the Bluetooth won't work for any type of Bluetooth devices, whether they're uh, headphones, a microphone, or uh, your car, like my car has a Bluetooth um, receivers and transmitters in it so that it can actually get uh, music and play it like my iPhone music or other, um, data sound from the web that can play through my Bluetooth connection. So that, that uh, had to be redone, but that was pretty simple. And the other thing I have to say about it is the battery does get a little warm, not all the time, but it does get a little warm. When I had the case off of it, I could feel it getting warm. And sometimes not all the time, maybe 
out of the week, maybe two times out of the week, I felt this getting warm. Not hot, but warm. And so I think Apple needs to do a little better of a job on the battery system. I think that was rushed too much. So what I do like about the phone is it is much faster, much faster. I do wish that they uh, would have gotten rid of the um, port that they have, the lightning port, and standardized to a USB-C because you're not really getting the full transfer rate. So not happy about that. Uh, the phone is liquid quick. And when I go to you know a website and I scroll, it has a smoother scroll, which I think is really, really cool. Now, the, uh, the phone, uh, we measure things in what we call micrometers. So that's a UM. Uh, so um, one micrometer is equivalent to 1.0 E. Um, six meters. So it's actually 1.0 E uh, dash six meters. Now, the primary uh, 12 megapixel sensor is a 1.9 UM or 1.9 in um, equivalent to the UM micrometers, uh, pixels and 26 millimeters equivalent. The F-stop on the camera is a 1.5 aperture lens and uh, this, the sensor will take you all the way down to um, 1.8. Uh, you do have dual pixel. Uh, it also goes from your regular focus to ultra wide, which I think is really cool. So you can be at for macro uh, photography, which is really neat. Uh, you have the telephoto 12 megapixel lens, 77 millimeters equivalent to an F 2.8 aperture uh, lens, 3D sensors. Uh, definitely has the 4K technology um, at 24, 25, 30, and 60 frames per second. Uh, and uh, at the HDR, it's uh, 25, 30, and 60 uh, frames per second. So you have video recording now with uh, Dolby, which is pretty good, uh, Dolby Vision. And um, you have cinematic mode for recording videos with shadow, depth of field, you can change uh, lots of different things. I'm not going to get into it, but you have so many more menus that you can get into. So, for example, when I go into uh, my camera right now and I'm going to go down to my video and I was just, to, let's say I'm just going to like pull the screen up just a little bit. I actually have, I can go from a half, I can go to one time or three times zoom, which I think that is, that is, that's really nice. But let's go into, let's go into photo mode for a second. And when I go into photo mode, um, or I go into like, let's see, I'll go to my photo mode for a second here, and I will swipe up. And I have the ability, ladies and gentlemen, when I swipe up, you will see that I actually have uh, my flash. I have some fourth, I to change my, my proportion to square, four, three, six, nine. Uh, so some nice things, just touch the four, three again, it goes away. Um, I, I think it's a nice, I think they gave us some nice, some nice controls. Uh, definitely, definitely, uh, good stuff. I think a lot of people may not, um, welcome this just because, uh, they're not used to it. You have the ability to change, like I said, the focus, uh, you can change the mode you're in the flash, which we've had before. That's no surprise, but you can also change There's a wheel and you can change the level on the wheel for, uh, the light exposure. So you have a lot of uh, pluses here, ladies and gentlemen, that make this phone 
uh, pretty, pretty interesting. I mean, I can tell you, for being a phone, um, the camera is, if I had to give everything on this phone a review, I don't give things a 10, I give the camera about a 9.5 because I believe that this camera is a lot more superior than the older camera. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Now, why do I say that? Well, the camera, when you take pictures of it, they're more crisp. The details are better. Okay. It's a better camera. And when you're taking things in night mode, it's better. I actually find that it takes less time to take the photo. So when you use macro photography, it auto switches from ultra wide uh, when you get close to an object from wide to ultra wide. And uh, you have the A15 uh, bionic processor. So it was uh, four cores on the iPhone 12, and on the iPhone 13, you have the five cores. So you can breeze through your entire day without ever needing to charge your battery, which I got to tell you is probably one of the best things that I like about this phone the most. Um, so in portrait mode, I have something called natural light. I can change the light. I can go natural. I can go studio. I can go contour. I can go stage. I can go stage light mono, or I could go stage, uh, I could go all the way at the end, which is highlight mono. So nice uh, flexibility options. They definitely give us a lot of things. Of course, you have the pano, which you've had before. But I got to tell you, the camera on this is pretty remarkable. Now, when you're on a Zoom call or video conference call, it actually helps to keep you in frame. The other thing I like about this is that the body of the phone, because you know when everybody's phone's like, oh, I got to buy another case. Really? Seriously? My phone, I was so happy to learn that it actually fits inside the same case that I had before. So that was great. That saved me a hundred and some dollars. So I was very happy about that. So you do not get the plug. Apple's trying to, they claim, quote unquote, uh, be environmentally friendly. You do get the, um, you do get a cord uh, in the box. Uh, you do get that. And, uh, you know, so you're able you're able to use the cord. It's just a standard to USB. It's not the USB-C, uh, which those you have to buy extra. So, um, you know, all in all, uh, I love the way it was packaged. If you didn't see the unboxing, go to jmore.com, go to shows, uh, social shows, go to uh, jmore uh, unboxings, and you'll get to see my first impressions of the phone. If I have to give this phone a number, which I really hate to do. I got to give it about a 9.5, which is pretty good for me. Uh, the upgradability was was seamless. I mean, it really was very, very easy. The pictures came over so easily, not just the ones that were on the phone, the ones that were stored. So that worked really, really nicely for me. 
Uh, they have some other modes. Now they have the share with you feature where it can look for different things in different places, not just in one place. So I like that feature. The other nice thing about the phone, which was great, it came with plenty of charge in it. So I was able to transfer my one phone to the other and not have to worry about it dying. That happened on another phone where they didn't give you enough charge. So kudos to Apple for, you know, making sure the battery was, it was probably over 50% charge, not hundred percent charge, but it was probably almost about 50% charge. So I was pleased uh, to hear that. And, you know, all in all, I think, the best thing I like about it is if you hold the power button down, I turn off the phone just to show you. I'm going to turn off the phone right now. Okay, the phone is off. Okay, now I'll just give it a second or two. And if I go ahead and I touch the button, which will take a second to let me see it here on camera. Might take a second to be off. I'm going to touch the power button here. I'm going to give it a second to, to sometimes when you turn it off, it takes a second to come back on. I'm going to touch the power button there. Might take a second to come back on. So I'll hold the power button down. There it is. It's on. So it's on. And now watch how fast this phone loads. There's the Apple. Okay. And it's going through its its little paces, which, and we're loaded already. That was under 20 seconds. That's sick. So this Bionic processor makes the phone a lot more intelligent. When I did play uh, 3D games on it, wow, it blew me away. You're able to switch from apps, from screens. Um, really nice phone. The weight doesn't seem that much different than my old phone. Uh, there was one little issue that I came across, and I think it might be an issue with my case. When I hit this button here, I was able to turn the the notch for the um, the phone off. But then when I did again, it didn't come back on. So it might just be that my case is getting old. I really didn't want to spend money on a brand new case because this case works fine. And I was hoping I could save. It's just it's a life proof case. Uh, and also, I don't like to change it because then I'd have to take this thing off and have to get another one. You can't really take these off too easy. You have to buy another one and then pop that on. So really want to keep my case. Um, I think the plastic mechanism here might get broken. So that could be, it might not align properly, but all in all, I have to tell you that I am very, very pleased uh, with not only the presentation of the phone, um, they gave you a nice little plastic, which you can see from my video, how I unpeeled the phone. Um, camera, very, very easy to use. I mean, you know, with the cinematic mode, you could take a picture of, let's say, if there's two people or there's a dog here and a dog beyond, it'll automatically kind of blur out the one in the back. So it puts more focus on the one in the front. So all in all, uh, this phone, if you're on the fence about this phone, I know it may be a lot for some. But here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. It's, uh, it's definitely worth it because... Even when I go to, let's say I'm going to go to my Wi-Fi right now. I'm just going to show you. And I'm connected in the office here to my Wi-Fi. I'm going to go to my speed test, which I've gone to before. Speedtest.net. And that's going to basically take me to a site. Okay, so I'll go to my speed test here. And so um, I think what a lot of people are going to appreciate about this phone is that it's just liquid fast. I'm going to hit go right now. All right. And it's going to take a second or two. 
I'm pulling in some pretty fast speed with this, okay? Um, on this thing right now, uh, you know, I'm pulling in speeds at the top of the limit. And I think that's uh, that's pretty amazing. Uh, that's just on regular. But now if I go to Wi-Fi, okay, I'm going to go to my Wi-Fi. So we were getting in the, in the let's say, the, the broadband provider right around... 25 35 which is very very decent okay for for a wi-fi provider right that's that's what it's about but let's go now and check the speed test with our in-house network and we're zooming i mean we're getting a little over a hundred okay um and the reason we're getting that is because the access points in the other room and i'm in another office but nor if i'm in front of it this thing's going to probably jump probably over four or five hundred so Lots of flexibility, lots of power. Uh, I love the way you can switch around, you can move around. There are some other um, things that's nice about it. When you think about, you know, perspective of the screen and how you can move, I don't seem to get stuck anymore when I press buttons. Uh, I talked to a few of my friends and they had issues when they were on some screens. The only time uh, I believe that I got stuck I was actually in uh, Facebook and I was sending a message and the screen got stuck. And so I had to close the app, come back down, and then it seemed to work. But that was the only time. So I know there is a little bit of a bug, but it's not that much that I would worry about it because it only happened to me once. And now uh, I've owned the phone um, over 20, well, more than 24 hours. Uh, I've owned the phone. Um, I'd say a week easily because uh, I got the phone last Friday. So, you know, um, in another couple minutes, uh, I'll be owning the phone, you know, well over, uh, well over a week. And I would say that if you're on the fence about this phone, this phone is not for someone that's just going to, if you're just going to talk on the phone, this isn't for you. If you want to explore data, you want to do things like virtual reality, and you want to harness the power of data, oh my gosh, this is the phone for you. If you want to do uh, QR code scanning, this thing scanned the QR code so fast, the other phone was still thinking about it. Even though it was an iPhone 12, okay, and again, it was the 12 Pro Max, and I have the 13 Pro Max, one had four cores, this had five cores. I love the fact that I don't have to charge my phone in the middle of my day. I mean, my phone is just at half right now. And we're into 7 o'clock, and I've been using the phone since about 7 o'clock in the morning. That's not too bad, ladies and gentlemen. So I think if you're trying to think about, you know, does it make sense to get the iPhone 13 Pro Max, you have to ask yourself, are you a data user? Are you going to be surfing the web? Are you going to be using QR codes? Do you want to check your email, right? Do you want to do things like that? Uh, one other thing I want to share with you is that it brought over all my corporate email accounts. It did one thing uh, that I didn't like. It didn't preserve my setting, which was to delete mail when um, I empty it from trash. And I actually discovered that about three or four days in when I had several thousand emails. I'm like, why do I have several thousand emails? And I look, I'm like, oh, here's what happened. When it did the upgrade, it did not 
check the box option to delete when I empty from trash. So that was a little annoying. And that took me about an hour or so to delete a lot of those uh, superfluous messages because they were all coming in double because it never told our server that they were actually gone. Now, if you're using IMAP, uh, you don't have to worry about that. But I like to work with copies of messages. Uh, I like that. And um, tracking how they come in and stuff like that. But all in all, um, nice phone. You know, again, very, very flexible phone. Um, settings are just very easy. Uh, they made the screens very user-friendly, okay? Now, not that it changed much from where it was before, but what did it do? Well, they made the phone powerful. And in doing that, I believe they took away a lot of the user's frustration. In owning my own past iPhone 12 Pro Max, there were sometimes I got frustrated with it. I'd be turning off the phone because something froze. This phone only froze one time in a week. Now, I'm going to let you know after a month what I think about it. But right now, I'm giving it a 9.5. And I'm very happy to give it a 9.5 because I think Apple did a great job with the with the uh, the camera. Definitely a great job with you know the, the back camera. And I also feel that although they tried with the battery, I mean, that was good. I just feel they needed to put more time into the conductance and, and how uh, the heat sinks were dissipating, um, you know, the power of the battery. I think that really could have been handled a little bit better. So I felt that was kind of rushed to be quite frank and, 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 and quite honest with you, you know, but everything works on it. I and mean, when I touch stuff, everything from my uh, air print to, you know, connecting with networks. Um, it just works, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it works so well. When I connect to a network, it's like seconds. My other phone wasn't quite that fast, even though it was a very new phone. Oh, what else I love with it about it is that I use the personal hotspot a lot, and I have unlimited data with my uh, uh, carrier. And so when I turn on the personal hotspot, the data is, just works. It works so well. And other phones that I did that with, I found that that function was crippling the phone. But now that it has the five cores, I really believe that that is giving this phone like a whole other life leg uh, that's able to do so many more things. And I, I can't say enough about it. Uh, using Instagram and moving between, just very, very easy, very simple. The screens are so fluid. So when I switch from one account to another account, I'll just touch my bottom here. And I can pick my account. And once I do that, I mean, I'm literally in the account in seconds. I mean, that that is just, uh, that's amazing. There was no delay. And um, that's what I think people want. So if you want a phone that's going to be reliable for you and you're in business. Okay. If you're just using one for home, it's probably not going to matter much, but if you're somebody who wants to, if you're an avid gamer, if you're somebody who wants to do a lot of social media, if you're somebody that maybe um, wants to send emails, uh, maybe you're doing Slack. Like we do a lot of slacking uh, one of the apps. Uh, maybe you're doing Skyping or zooming or anything like that. It just works guys. It does not freeze. And so that's another reason I like it. So is that worth 
spending more money for a phone? In my eyes, yes, it is. Because the amount of time that I would take because I'm frustrated because it doesn't work would aggravate me, right? And now that I got a phone that actually has the power, think of it like more horsepower. That's what the what that chip did. It gave it more horsepower. So you can do all the things that you tried to do in the past, but you just couldn't do them, right? I'm, I'm sure you've... Uh, I'm sure you've heard of that before in the past, right? But let's take a look at some other things because I know owning the iPhone 13 Pro Max is something people are still on the fence about. So let's look at a couple of things like specifically. So one thing I want to tell you is the iPhone 13 Pro, as I said, starts at just under $1,000, $999. And the 13 Pro Max is at starts at $1,099, okay? Um so uh, you have the option now to get one terabyte of storage on the iPhone and the extra storage pushes the price of the phone. <laughs> you got it, ladies and gentlemen, 400, it actually, it actually pushes it up $400. That's a big jump. Um, I know I got the 256, but that's a huge, huge jump. Okay. Uh, do you really need that? Probably not. And if you do decide to get, uh, you know, the phone, um, the iPhone 13 Pro is $400 more. And if you have the i13 Pro Max, it's $500 more. Not worth it. No, that's that's not worth it. So the iPhone 13 Pro, uh, the notch is 20% smaller on the on the top. So that was nice. Um, but there is still a notch. So that does annoy some people. It doesn't really bother me too much. The ProMotion on the iPhone 13 Pro is really to die for. It has a 6.1 inch screen and a 13 Pro Max 6.7 inch one uh, as well. Uh, that's a different size. So 6.1 on the 13 Pro and the 13 Pro Max is 6.7 inch. So in everyday use, uh, the screens are a little bit brighter, I've noticed. They're easier to see. And the displays have what Apple now refers to as ProMotion, which just means that the iPhone, um, for the first time ever, supports a high refresh rate. And depending on you know what you have on your screen, the refresh rate can switch between 10 hertz and 100, uh, 20 hertz. So the approach is very uh, similar to the way Samsung took their Galaxy S21 Ultra. Um, and uh, the screen looks very stellar. So um, that's kind of where that came from. The iPhone 13 Pro has a longer telephoto camera. Uh, the main camera has a new sensor, and uh, it has a faster uh, f1.5 uh, aperture lens, which basically equals improved light gathering while we're taking pictures or video. Uh, the ultra-wide has a new autofocus sensor and the lens that also improves light gathering. So... The telephoto camera gets a new sensor and the lens with a longer three times optical zoom. I think that was cool that they did that. That's really cool. So the iPhone Pro um, does definitely produce brighter photos. So that I can tell you without a doubt, hands down, hands down. And as I said, the night mode is definitely better um, as it's faster. You know, you have to hold the phone a little bit steady during that time. And um there's just a lot of great features, but if you take pictures of food or you take pictures of a building, uh, you're going to see a lot more 
vitality in the pictures, sharpness, clarity, detail. Okay. Um, I think what a lot of people are on the fence about is, you know, is it worth the money? And I will tell you this, it's worth the money to go to an iPhone 13 Pro or Pro Max, if you need that, for 128 256 To go above that, I think you're wasting your money. I mean, do you really need a phone that's that large? I mean, half the time, I, mean, I know I take my photos off all the time and I store them on, you know, secondary storage. So I have to say it definitely was innovative, okay? Uh, I would have liked if they could have sent us the USB-C um, uh, uh, cable, which would have been nice in the box. Also, what I would like to see um, is when you have a phone like this, that you have the ability on chargers to charge it by the pieces. Because let's face it, I put this on you, this LifeLock uh, thing, and this is great because it just goes right on my belt. I clip it, and then once I clip it, that sucker is never coming out unless I unlatch it. So that's really, really great. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have enjoyed tonight's episode. Uh, we had lots to share with you. Marcus, it's always great to be with you uh, and see you again. And uh, we got some great stuff. We have our uh, audio show, as you know, tomorrow on Saturday. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you are looking to become a guest on the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show, go to jaymore.com, click on Reach Out. Uh, you'll see the icon, Apply to Become a Guest. Fill out the appropriate information. It's all automated. And our system will uh, get you scheduled for a vetting interview if it makes sense with our producers. And uh, then we'll sketch up for um, time to be on the show. I hope you've enjoyed the show, ladies and gentlemen. I am John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur. You know, it always gives me great pride, great pleasure, and extreme honor to be with you every single day that I'm online. And as well, when I'm here with my special audience uh, every Friday uh, night, right here, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, and also 3 p.m. when we get replayed uh, to Princeton Community TV, TV. We're very grateful for Princeton and their community uh, for um, broadcasting our program and allowing us to share the knowledge out to so many other people. I hope that you enjoy um, the rest of your week, and I hope that you do something fun now that we are out of summer. And we are first day of October. So uh, pretty soon we'll be saying uh, Thanksgiving's coming. So if you know that Halloween is coming, which it is in about 30 days, uh, and you have one of these ring doorbells or you want to go buy one of them, the, the Nest, uh, the Nest uh, you know, uh, uh, ring doorbell, uh, you now can customize it with um, sounds like uh, Monster Mash or other songs and uh, give people scare when they ring your doorbell. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see the doorbell have time increments so that if it's a certain day and time, it could play certain messages. Like maybe they could have three, maybe they could do one for seven days and they could have one, like you could set one for the morning, uh, one for the afternoon, one for the evening, maybe one for the night, and then maybe have the ability to, to have a different one on weekends. I would like to see that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a pleasure being with you. I guess we have to say goodbye, Marcus, right? All right. Goodbye, everyone. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. And I'll be back here, yes, next Friday. That'll be October, October again, October 8th. Have yourself a wonderful week. And uh, check out my iPhone 13 Pro Max um, first impressions at jmore.com under social shows and um, unboxings. And I think you'll find it quite interesting. 
Take care, everyone. Have a great weekend. Thank you for tuning in to the Jay Moore Weekly Technology Show, where we answer your questions about how technology is supposed to work and sometimes why you have challenges getting it to work that way. For more IT support and tips, just text IT support to 888 That's IT support to 888 and you'll get tips on technology. I'll see you next week right here on the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. Remember, jmor.com. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.